Welcome to another episode of Truezilla. My name is Scott. Sitting here with Ed. All right. And uh, yeah, guys, Megan couldn't make it again tonight, but we are sitting here with our good friend Rhyme Wave, who is an epic hip-hop artist out of the Portland area. So we had the opportunity to meet and hang out with him at Manifest 2021, um, and he did a couple stage performances and just obliterated everything, dude. Some of the best rhymes I've seen. I just love what you're doing, man. So welcome to the show. What's up? Thank you guys for having me. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, man, and it's been cool to watch your kind of progression. You know, you got lots of shows going on, and that's something that we're definitely going to talk about, about the underground hip-hop or the music scene in general, like up in Portland. Like a lot of people's vision of Portland is that it's just like this, uh, I mean, to some degree, it is pretty accurate, right? It's just like a sea of masks and just like nonsense, but there's still a vibrant freedom community up there. I can attest. You you said something, you said something that I didn't even know still existed was music scene, right? Like I I haven't seen, except for other than Manifest, I don't remember the last time I saw real live music and I've pretty much just written that out of my life, even though like music's been one of the things that's like dearest to me, like most of my life, right? Now I know part of it I'll attribute to like, um, you know, I was always more of a punk rocker and punk rock like as a whole right now is gone in the shitter and they forgot what they used to stand for. Yeah. Now they seem to stand for masks and, uh, and obedience, which Oof. goes right directly against what they're supposed to be founded on. Yeah. But, um, I, I will say hip hop is the one place yep. where I'm seeing that people are actually speaking truth. 100%. Yeah. So good on you, man. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And uh, yeah, it's been crazy. I honestly, I feel like I'm playing more shows than anyone I know. And I'm not vaccinated. And I'm not trying to wear a mask. I'm pretty much exclusively playing like underground type events. And uh, there's there's a little network in town. Um, It wasn't super easy to find. It took me about like six to 10 months when all the COVID stuff started. So I I didn't play shows initially. But uh, yeah, the music industry as a whole is definitely taking a hit. I mean, before the pandemic or whatever you want to call it, before the the, the virus uh, was unleashed hmm. or uh, the flu was rebranded, <laughs> yeah. nobody would have ever guessed that that would be a big threat to the music industry. You know, if somebody mm-hmm. would, have, would have asked me, like, what's the biggest threat to live music? I never would have guessed. And then it happened and it was just a complete shutdown. And uh, and like you're saying with, you know, the punk rock scene and, and most artists that are kind of like, you know, have a little bit of a, a following already and have connections, they're all falling in line. I'm seeing artists from all different genres, pretty much everyone uh, that has any kind of like big following, I'm seeing fall in line. Um, yeah. It's it's been crazy, man. So yeah, this is this is kind of like my protest. This is my form of activism. Not only making music that speaks out against it, but organizing events, hosting events. You know, giving people a chance to get together at a place without mandates. And it's been great. I mean, it's uh, it's growing, and I'm really excited to see where where it goes as as it develops a little bit more. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a beautiful thing being able to find places that will host shows and um, people who are down to come out and gather in places without masks. And uh, and no one's gotten in trouble for it. You know, no one's, wow. no one's reported the events. Nobody's getting tickets. So, um, you know, at, at first it's like a little bit nerve wracking, but then, then you do it, you know, five, 10, 20 times, it's like no, no big deal. So, um, 
So yeah. I have to ask, you know, when, when you're talking about like these underground shows, you know, I mean, it's like, again, I'll say like the from the punk rock scene, you know, it was always basements, uh, a lot of industrial zone warehouses, like things just that like, like, yeah. what what is it like right now? Where, where are you being able to play? Where are you getting away with this? I'm playing at a warehouse tonight. Um, nice. I, I played at kind of like a art collective on Saturday, the Saturday before I played at another art collective. Um, they, it's basically like a studio space where artists work, but then also like a big open room with a PA system. So not the biggest spaces, but, um, one of them is actually moving to a new warehouse that can fit hundreds of people and they're going to be throwing these types of events. So, um, I mean, it's no secret. Like if people just follow me online, if you're in Portland, like you'll see where I'm playing. Like, we're not like, it's not like you have to be on some special list. Like we want people to be there. And, you know, if, if people want to stop us from from doing what we're doing, then come fucking stop us, you know, but nobody's done that yet. So we're just going to keep holding these events and we're going to keep giving people a place to gather where they don't have to show their papers. They don't have to wear masks. And if you want to wear a mask, fine. You know, we're not we're not saying you can't. Um, but it's super important to me to uh, make sure that these events are happening. And thankfully, there's a, a pretty awesome network of artists that are doing the same thing so uh but yes to answer your question it's like mostly like warehouse type spaces or you know maybe a little nicer than a warehouse sure. but not like actual music venues with uh you know bars and restaurants and like a staff um however there are there are some venues that they don't really make you wear the mask once you get in there. Like you got to wear it to get in, but mm -hmm. then once you get in, you can kind of take it off and the staff doesn't care. And I've, I've played at some places like that and I'm open to playing at places like that. Like if you don't have to show a negative test, if you don't have to show your vaccine status, um, I'm open to that. Like if you just got to put a mask on to get in the door, but then you can kind of take it off and you know, it's, it's chill. Um, I'm not necessarily trying to book shows at those places, but that's kind of like the one exception I'm, I'm willing to make at this point. Right on, man. Well, let's uh, let's give them a taste. All right, shall okay. we? Is that all right? Did you have a question or? Oh, I could keep okay. going on this. I, okay. I love the music scene and well, like talking what's up. But. Well, we're going to get into all of it. We got sure. all kinds of notes here. We'll, we'll get a little more in depth. But let's, give, let's give the audience a little bit of taste. So this is Rhyme Wave. So, so we're going to bust it out here. Uh, we're going to bust out Cancel Cult. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Cancel Cult while I get this queued up here? Yeah, yeah. This song is uh, it should be coming out soon. It's like almost finished. I was working on it last night, trying to polish it up for the show. I'm hoping to get it out in like the next month or two. But um, this song is kind of like kind of poking fun at the idea of getting canceled. Um, it's something a lot of artists are afraid of, especially like people that are speaking out against things that are uh pc or the the woke culture the you know the coronavirus narrative stuff like that so this song is my attempt at kind of making fun at that and saying cancel me if you want like i'm i'm here i'm i'm, I'm gonna keep making this music feel free to cancel me hell yeah all right let's do this all right ladies and gentlemen it's a true cell exclusive this is cancel cult by rhyme wave if you could increase your life expectancy by five years at the cost of never having a hug with anybody outside your household again, never going in public again, never traveling again, never singing with other people again, never going to a festival and dancing with others again. Would you do it? I'm weary of appearances we fake. Eerie as the pyramids, a myriad of apes, delirious complacency turned. 
turns furious today I'm standing up for life, no longer fear to disobey So this is what happens when you demonize the heretics And label half the neighborhood as motherfucking terrorists Don't forget your parasites are gonna need somewhere to live You can call it virtue, I can call it signaled arrogance You'll pretty soon, they'll be injecting us with telomeres We'll all be alright if we just switch the man to weapon ears And if you're in a muzzle, are you really gonna face the mirror? The more that we're dependent, the more that we commission this Tell me where your lines lie and tell me where your limit is Our self-dependent culture's fine with all these social distances The ones who love the lockdowns don't own the fucking businesses Those we call crazy are controlled opposition Preaching safety like the science is religion Consider that we're maybe bought and sold by a system That's convinced us that the sky is falling down upon the chickens I dream of school, I guess that I'm a mystic I guess that there's no point for us to look at the statistics I guess that there's no void in printing trillions is limitless Just listen to the experts dog There's clutter in the chatter and it's hard to see it clearly It's almost like we research it by just asking Siri I'm a shadow ban myself, kinda like they did to Leary Based on what I've seen, asymptomatic transfers just a theory Cause really they're afraid of you and me Not prepared to write a eulogy Beautifully arranged in ways we choose to be Suitably engaged for this phase of the jubilee And truthfully debating how we'll reach this herd immunity So cancel me and do us all a solid, man All I'm trying to do is wave the fucking olive branch I like to think that life is like a lava lamp And empires rise and fall as Merkaba's laugh So cancel me or I'ma flip the hourglass The time has come to take the fucking power back And no one has the right to tell you how to act Colder than a miracle on ice and you can count on that Culture stuck inside a screen, propping up ourselves and dumbing down society. I'm over all these vultures and their new designer jeans. I'm only getting mad at culprits if they work behind the scenes. Now ask yourself if this movement is natural. Redesigning basic needs as if this shit is casual. Not everyone's designed to take a government sabbatical. And UBI is bound to come with strings attached collateral. There's no animals grazing on our public lands. There's no rational invasion with guns attached. There's no actual amazement when the sun is dim. Run it back to Babylon, I'm on a sunken ship. This is spiritual warfare with a modern twist. And ignorance over confidence. Just mask the deficit, put it on the kids. While we weaponize the sedentary populace. Now what the fuck is a democracy when half of us are silenced in a debt-based economy? Just keep on manifesting idiocracy Soon enough we'll all forget the meaning of a robbery Technocrats buying all the farmland and property Rigging every angle to extend their monopolies Fitting ways to strangle out the freedom and philosophy Cheating with an age-old allegiance to hypocrisy But the prophecy is consciousness and prodigy And I believe that these atrocities have gotta leave Harmonize hell with high velocity And sodomize yourself but don't expect divine comedy I'm probably getting cancelled but I'm playing every slot machine I am not mechanical and this is not a shopping spree No more being passive with tyrannical anomalies I am just an animal who's rabid when it's off the leash So cancel me and do us all a solid man All I'm trying to do is wave a fucking olive branch I like to think that life is like a lava lamp And empires rise and fall as Merkaba's laugh So cancel me or I'ma flip the hourglass The time has come to take the fucking power back And no one has the right to tell you how to act Colder than a miracle on ice and you can count on that things that are, you know, genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in the little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. And if there's one message that I want to leave with you today is that there is no question that there will be a challenge the coming administration in the arena 
of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that. But also there will be a surprise outbreak. There will be a surprise outbreak. There will be a surprise outbreak. Uh, that's that's a whole lot of truth you think you might you might overload your fans on truth in that one right there Ooh, that was amazing that's great man i love yeah, it i think there there will likely be a, a wide range of reactions to that one um and it was it was kind of tough to perform at first now i i love playing it and i, I yeah. played it so many times that i'm just like not even concerned but the first couple of times i did it live i was like oh shit like Hopefully this doesn't piss anyone off too much, but then you realize that people love it and um, especially the types of people coming to the events that I'm playing or people that are listening to my music <laughs> resonate with it. So yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. Thank you guys for playing that. Of course. Yeah. You're just yeah. like right in the sweet zone, like the sweet spot of just like, you know, this is what, well, this is all the same conversations that we're having, you know what yeah. I mean? But you're putting it in a musical artistic form and, and with like humor, irony, and you're just on point with the message. And of course, it's going to resonate with the people who are coming to your shows. And so, yes, it's going to I think it'll bring some new people over yeah. to. I think, I think, it, I think we're at a, a key point in what's going on right now that yeah. uh, I think there's a lot of people who question what's going on. People that have maybe gotten two, three vaccines at this point and, uh, yep. and they, they wore a mask for a year and a half and now they're sick, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going, well, Absolutely. what the, what the hell is going on? And they're, they're questioning. And, and some people were just doing it to, to, to keep their job or to, to go on that vacation, right? There's a lot of people yeah. like that and, and they are resonating when they hear real truth, right? So, so I think, um, and you now I would say is, you know, that's like I said, that's a lot of truth. So there's, yeah. there's a lot of rabbit yeah. holes to go down there for, for someone new in this. But, uh, well, I guess one of the things just you were talking about, you know, creating this new network and, you know, like maybe playing at some of these clubs that are, that, that don't have, extreme measures in place and it'll let you not wear a mask and things like that. I, I almost see it. And, uh, we'll see if this, if the vaccine narrative just doesn't fall apart soon anyways, which I'm it hoping. looks like it might be, it's, it's, but, yeah. um, but if it doesn't, and they're going to try to keep segregating us this way, um, I feel like, uh, and we've talked a lot of about this is just that we create the new world. What you're creating is what will draw the people over to that side. Mm -hmm. People don't want to have to go show their card to go to the club and put a mask on, right? If you create the club where where they can get the, the live music, that a lot of people are starved for live music anyways, mm -hmm. right? Like I know I'm feeling it. Yeah. Definitely. So a lot of people are. If you create that that scene, then the people will come, man. And I just think when Absolutely. when they see that this side is so much better and everybody's smiling at each other, we're all happy to be around each other. We're hugging. Like, I, I, I think that shit's infectious, man. Yep. Definitely. And being able to see some of these events on the inside, you know, gives me a lot of hope and optimism. Um, just because if, if you haven't been to a show like this over the last couple of years, you don't probably know what it's like or that it even exists. And um, seeing people gather without masks, big crowds of people smiling, laughing, dancing, having fun. It's happening. It's happening everywhere, even in some of the cities with the harshest mandates. And I've, I've been at shows where like people hadn't been out in a year. They hadn't you know been out yet since the pandemic started. And they were so happy. Like you could just see them so just lit up and full of joy. Um, and that's one of the things that really keeps me going. And uh, I do want to touch on a couple of things really quick. So like you talked about, um, you know, kind of, 
how I'm approaching this through my music. And I just wanted to say, I think music is, is one of the best ways to communicate a message. Um, it's, it's a very unique art form in the sense that a lot of times people will give you a chance and listen to you, even if they don't necessarily agree with what you're saying, or if they don't necessarily understand what you're saying, or they don't know the message, just because the song sounds nice, you know, maybe they like your voice, maybe the beat sounds good, but with so many other things, like, generally you're probably not going to like read a book that you aren't interested in the content mm -hmm. or that you don't agree with. Like, I'm probably not going to listen to podcasts that I don't like at least agree with the host on some level, unless maybe I'm just curious or doing some research, but music is in this kind of this interesting sweet spot where you can reach a lot of people that might not agree with you, but they'll yeah. still give you a chance because of the art that you're putting out. So that's something I realized. Um, and you know, why I say this is my form of activism. I, this is the best thing I can be doing is creating these songs. Um, even though I think it is important to go protest and, you know, to host meetups and stuff like that, making the music, hosting the events, I think is, is my best bet at changing culture. Um, and through these events that I've been doing in Portland, I think we've been making some decent sized ripples and it's been getting me excited. But the thing I'm really excited about, which you mentioned is this network that we're setting up. So um, this was not my idea. I just kind of loved the idea that my friend had and said, hey, can I please do this with you? Um, but we are setting up a network, uh, you know, United States space, but let's make it international mm -hmm. of event spaces that are willing to uh, host events with no forced masking or vaccination. Uh, also artists that are interested in playing these. What's happening right now is a lot of artists mm -hmm. like myself are getting cut out of opportunities in the music scene. If you look at all the big markets, New York, LA, Denver, all the big cities, they're all requiring testing. They're all requiring masks. They're all requiring vaccination. And as an artist, if you're not willing to comply with these things, you're not going to get booked. Production agencies, booking companies, uh, you're not going to get management. They're not going to want you to play their venue. So what's happening is a lot of artists are being forced to fall in line because if they don't, they have no opportunities. Well, there are venues out there that are willing to host artists without mandates. And the problem is, is that nobody's linked them all together. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is we're building a website. Um, we already bought the URL. It'll be, by the time this airs, it'll be up. People can check it out, but it's, it's called blacklist and Ooh. the website's blacklist.network. Blacklist.network folks. This is amazing. Dude, yeah, this so is amazing. Yeah, so this is so, this is this is a huge step in the right direction, you know. And this is just like all like not just music, but stand up comedy. You know, I just heard like Sam Tripoli plugging some yep. of his dates, and he's like, "Damn it, I just found out that one of the shows I'm doing is at a place that's requiring vaccine passports." It's like I just uh, can't can't get out of it. So I'm just like, "All right, so there we yeah. go." So we need to get them all on black. And, you know and I want to agree that like too, just like a point you made before, just like and how we're this is such a great way to reach people because uh, with art. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, I think one of the problems we have in our community is like, to us, this is fucking insane what's going on. So when you see someone that wants you to fucking wear a mask or show your passport, it's like, 
fuck you, right? Like you just want to, you just want to like yell at them, right? But like, you're never going to get across to that person that way, right? So if you, if you have music and art and and just things that that are attractive to them, they might be able to come and see the message that's within Mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, you're not, it's not a threatening thing, right? I think that's so often we're so upset that we can be threatening. Yeah. Yeah. But this is this is just huge, man. Like I really want to commend you and and your work in this. So yeah. so this is a call to action to everybody listening right now. So if you're in your community and if you're aware of some of these venues, like get in touch with some of the the owners or you know managers of these venues that maybe you've been hosting your meetups at. Like we've been having to go kind of underground with our meetups down here in Eugene, and uh, I can already think of a couple spots that would probably be good to add to that list. Uh, cool. But yeah, get in touch with your local community, like especially if you're in places like L.A. or New York or Chicago, these places that are just completely clamped down you can't tell me that there's not a warehouse or something where you guys have been going underground and doing stuff so of course go to blacklist.network and hit them up and, and you guys get involved with that and especially also if you're an artist a liberty-minded you know somebody who's uh open to doing shows like this is our chance this is our chance so this is our building our own better like we always talk yep. about right what we do is yeah. we we don't need to fight the system guys we don't need to like like there's no bullets. There's no blood in this revolution, and none of that needs to happen. Well, all we have to do is focus on building up our network, and just like you yeah, said, yeah. make it so appealing that let's say on a Friday night, it's like, well, I can go to the Tool concert and show my vaccine passport, <laughs> or I can go to Rhyme Wave where I don't, and look at yeah. look, the line is around the block to the Rhyme Wave concert. Like, what the hell? And, and look at those smiles. Yeah, and, they're smiling and, and laughing. Look know? at those girls, dude. Look at the girls at the vaccine line. Oh my god, <laughs> look at them. Oh my Jesus, like. No, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, com- yeah congratulations, totally. man. That's huge. Thank you. I, and like I said, I'm, I'm so excited about this because I think it, it can really have a huge impact, uh, not just in, you know, the city that I'm living in, but all over. And we can help venues. We can help artists. We can provide more opportunities for people that have basically been, uh, you know, reduced to not having any gigs, you know, any kind of paying work. Um, and you know, one of the big things we want to do is, is create spaces where people that are kind of like on the fence can come see what it's like to hang out with a bunch of people who aren't wearing masks, who can, you know, see what it's like to come, come to a show where you don't have to, you know, take a test to get there. Cause there's a lot of people out there who, you know, they might not be making posts, speaking out about it. They might be not be talking about it because they're worried about how it's going to be perceived by their friends or family, but they could tell something's not right. They can tell something's up. And, um, you know, this could be the majority of the population. The, the, the idea of mass formation says mm-hmm. that 30% of the population is, is hypnotized. Another 40% is just kind of going along with it because they think that it's too dangerous not to, um, you know, in terms of making money or just they don't want to not break the rules. And then, you know, 20% is like the dissidents, the people that aren't following the rules, but a huge percentage of people are just going along with it because it's, it's the thing to do. So for these people, if we can give them places to come gather where the mandates aren't being forced on them, we might be able to, to bring a lot of people over to, to our side. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Also just like, you know, helping the, the mental health crisis. So many people are just going crazy right now because they don't have anyone to get together with, um, in, in a situation like we're trying to provide for people. So that's a big thing. Also, 
we are going to have a little bit of a vetting process. So there will be a questionnaire to become a part of the network that you'll have to f uh, fill out. And it'll just be like, hey, why do you want to be a part of this? You know, if you have an event space, like how are many you people a member of Antifa? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> and inevitably, people will try to infiltrate the network. People will try to report us to OSHA. Um, a big part of what we're going to be doing also is setting up a fund and setting up a team of legal representatives that can help people if, say, they do get some fines, say, you know, the word gets out, you know, that they're a part of this network and somebody sends OSHA and slaps a $5,000 fine on them for hosting an event. We'll, we'll have a fund set up to help those people out. And we're also going to be reaching out to uh, legal experts that can offer assistance um, if need be. So we want to make sure that people are taken care of. But I mean, hence the name Blacklist. It's like, if you're not down for the rebellion, don't join up. Like there's going to be a target mm -hmm. on, you know, any artist or any venue that is engaging with these types of gatherings. And thankfully it hasn't been that crazy yet, but it's yeah. like, yeah, I want to give know, my it, opinion on that too, is because I, I still yeah. don't know. Like, uh, I mean, our, our favorite restaurant here, here is uh Trudy's, right? Trudy's, along and came Trudy's. Along came Trudy's and, and I don't think she has ever paid a no. dime and she has been sued by OSHA over and over and over again. I think okay. this, this mandate business is, it's, not it's, it's smoke and mirrors, yeah. right? It's smoke and mirrors yeah. to get the, the virtue signalers to come down and cancel each other. Right. Another, so, another thing that they've been doing is like coming after people's liquor licenses too. And so like that's, but that's, that's but that's, table. that's been, uh, I'm pretty sure I've heard of cases where they, they've determined that that's illegal okay. and they have overturned it. Good. So I, I, I yeah. think a lot of this stuff is, it's, it's not real. Yeah. And, and, and wor or the be worst case scenario is we get actual court cases mm -hmm. where, where people actually challenge this stuff. Cause I don't think there's any legality to any of it. Right no. now, granted, yeah. I, I would say I do listen to my, some, my share of legal man and I, yeah. the system is meant to protect the system yep. and not the people. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I will uh, put it there. But at the same time, just this stuff is so blatantly bullshit mm -hmm. that I don't think it's enforceable. Totally. So, so I think Absolutely. I think you just push forward. And uh, that's that's the last year worries, in my opinion. Now, I'm granted not the artist playing and not the person providing the space. But but that is still my opinion. Totally. For sure. And, you know, for a lot of us, like we got to do this. There's yeah. there's no other option for somebody like me. Um, you know, I. I respect musicians decisions to, to approach this however they want, you know, or, or venues. It's like, whatever it's, it's, it's up to the individual. If they feel like they need to follow the rules, I wish people didn't feel that way, but mm -hmm. um, I feel pretty strongly about this. And, you know, I, I was lucky enough to get sucked down the rabbit hole a long time ago. Yeah. So when this, when the whole coronavirus situation happened, uh, it was pretty obvious to me, pretty quickly that something wasn't right. And I've done enough research on it um, over the last couple of years, just to, to have quite a bit of confidence that uh, what's playing out is, is not something that I need to be a part of and that it's really important to push against it. Nice. Um, and the more that you do it, the less afraid you get, you know, the less you uh, you're worried about bad things happening. So I, I totally agree. I think a lot of the the threats are sp smoke and mirrors. They basically just convince people to follow the rules uh, due to the fear of getting caught or getting a fine or losing your liquor license, but it's not actually happening. And for the few cases where it has happened, generally the community will rally behind those event spaces oh, totally. and pull yeah. together whatever money needs to be paid. 
Um, and one last thing before I forget is this is, we want to make this bigger than music. So say you're like trying to do yoga classes mm. or like art, art classes or, you know, whatever, like maybe you don't have a venue that could host a concert, but maybe you have a venue that could host something else, just like a meetup. Maybe it's your house. Totally. Like we really want uh, this to be all encompassing. There are already some lists that have been developed for like um, places like supermarkets and restaurants and gas stations and stuff like that. Like I've seen people putting together these lists, um, but I don't think we really have it yet for music, live music events and also just other event spaces. So that's kind of our motivation behind what we're doing. And uh, yeah, that's probably the thing I'm the most excited about right now. And we're just kind of getting it started. So bear with us if it takes a little time, a month or two to kind of like get things set up. But uh, like I said, the, the website should be active and people can sign up, uh, drop their email. And we're going to be doing our best to not use like the Google suite and to um, keep it as decentralized as possible. Yeah make sure to protect people's information and uh, have some kind of a vetting process so that the people involved are uh, aligned with our, with the values of the network. Beautiful. Love well, it. a lot of that. Uh, so what you were mentioning there earlier, that kind of segues into probably something we should definitely talk about is kind of your, your origin story, like how you came to be, um, you know, what, maybe what woke you up and then what motivated you to talk about it in the form of like, uh, you know, rhymes and hip hop. Yeah. So when I think about what like kind of woke me up, uh, it was, it's kind of funny. It was actually like uh, the unified field theory of mm. Nassim Haramein that goes into like ancient civilizations and crop circles. And um, I, I saw a talk and it kind of blew my mind when I was like, uh, I think I was like 24. Um, I'm about to turn 35. So this is like a little over 10 years ago. And this was back when you could like actually find really good shit on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And after seeing this talk, I just got sucked into like all these videos about crop circles and aliens and the stuff I, I believed in when I was a little kid, but then I kind of like forgot about it. And then naturally, once you start looking into the UFOs, you know, it's only a matter of time before you're looking into government conspiracies and the Illuminati. And then, you know, that led to like, you know, chemtrails and like underground, underground bases and, you know, the whole, the whole work. So um, I honestly got sucked pretty deep down a dark rabbit hole for a while. And I had to kind of pull myself out of it because it was so depressing. And then I got more into researching, like more uh, like, out-of-body experiences and psychedelics and like psychic phenomenon, ESP, remote viewing, stuff like that. And I got really interested in kind of the more like, like spiritual, like con conspirituality, I think they call it, mm -hmm. like the, the, the uh, term that they're using to that links the conspiracy to the spiritual stuff, um, really just to pull myself out of like kind of the dark rabbit hole. And then, um, you know, I, I would infuse some of these ideas into my music, but I, I got to admit, I wasn't really doing a whole lot uh, in that realm until COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I think of myself as like awake, but asleep before that, because like I was awakened, I, I had realized the corruption, I had realized you know, how fucked up all this shit was that was happening. But I was kind of like, well, I'm having fun. I'm living life. I'm working. I'm going out with my friends. Like I wasn't really doing anything about it. I wasn't really talking about it much. I had been, you know, 
identified as crazy by friends and family, stuff like that. So it wasn't really a priority um, before COVID. But then once COVID happened, I, I kind of realized I was like, this is this is what people have been warning us about. Yeah. Like, this is like the end game starting to play out. And if we don't stand up now, I mean, there's there's no hope. And I, I want to be on the right side of history. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a person that thinks about the, the legacy that I'm leaving in this world. And, um, you know, so anyways, once, once uh, the whole COVID thing happened, I really started trying to infuse some of these ideas more into my music um, and speaking out more and just, you know, not really being afraid to voice my opinion. And uh, surprisingly, I haven't really lost any friends. I've, I've had quite a few people that have told me they're like, yeah, you're, you got some pretty radical ideas, but you're not an asshole about it. You know, you're, at least you're like, you do, you've done research, you know how to discuss what you're trying to talk about and you're not a dick. So um i think that's the key you know it's like we can we can be radical but we don't have to be assholes unless someone's being an asshole to you of course then gives you a little bit of agency but um so yeah that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at you know had had the initial awakening like 10 years ago and then just over the last couple of years really started to like infuse my music with these messages um and they're they're always in there but now it's like much more obvious and i'm trying to use that as an opportunity to to wake people up more that's awesome that's that's so great i mean i i would say if i were playing music today i think all of my music would oh, yeah. be about what's happening right now like oh, there yeah. would, that would be the only thing and i think uh you know that's very understandable though that, you know that i mean i think when I mean, we started this podcast as a result of covid and what was happening around the world now granted like you we were both aware we were awake to a lot of what was going on, but there wasn't a need for action yeah. until right. COVID happened, until we looked around and go, oh, shit, they're, they're doing it right now. Yep. It's time. Yeah. It's time. If you know what's up, you have to stand up. We are at mm -hmm. that point right now. We must try to, to rally the people. And I, I think it's great, man. I, I've often thought, uh, yeah, if I was if I was uh, playing music, like I would love to reclaim punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. asked you, man. Someone asked you. But this is we found this to be our thing that where we get our voices out. But uh one of these yeah. days, one, one of these days, days, one of these days, we'll just uh, maybe put a song, record a song, and put to. it on the show or we something. Need to. I'm, I'm itching, to. dude. Yeah. I've been I've been playing a lot of guitar lately. I just I need to get something going, man. Yeah, I've been picking yeah. up my bass some yeah. too, so yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll do something. I've got some song yeah. ideas, but we can do some sort yeah. of. Yeah. Get get your songs in the city council meetings like Alex Stein going in there doing ouchy ouchy rap. You guys you guys saw that? I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, we featured oh it in like in the last episode that we did. Yeah, yeah. I, I really cool. think okay, that, yeah. I really think that could be the thing. If and, and this is a call to action for yeah. all the all the white boys out there that are like <laughs> that look like me that shouldn't be rapping at a podium. <laughs> like we should be out there. Every city hall across the country, that should become the thing. Like, that should well, go viral. That doesn't have to be just white boys. It could be all well, I, I know. I just threw something yeah, out there. But, but let's everybody. make that shit go yeah. viral. Like, everybody. making raps like that, I just think everybody. it would make just a mockery of the entire thing. I loved how mu so much how he did that. Yeah. I, I, I want to write brilliant. my own and do it. Culture jamming, right? That's yeah. what they call it. Just like I, not not all of us are as funny as Alex and I. I know yeah. I'm not. So I don't know if I, <laughs> I, I would be as good as if I, if I did it. But still. Still, yeah. that might make it funny. 
Yeah. Right. The, the awkwardness the of awkwardness it. Is the awkwardness the, would probably yeah. yeah. yeah send it over to see top. to see yeah. a middle aged guy like that looks like a rocker <laughs> trying to rap in front of the city hall. But see the problem about, is with about those, how good the vaccines are and how we need to give them to kids. The problem younger with us and is, younger. The problem with this is like all our city council meetings are on Zoom, so it's like yeah, just, totally. We can't do it. Yeah. Here. We can't even do it here. Yeah, it's yeah. so awful. Although you know we can show up in person. We can show up in person and we can jam them at the front of the Capitol building on Tuesday, February 1st, right? That's yes. right. Yes. Rhymeway, yes. I hear you're going to be performing there. Dude, what's up I with that? I am. So February 1st at the Oregon State Capitol in Salem, there's a rally. It's from 11 to 3. And I'm going to be playing music at the beginning of the rally and at the end of the rally. And then there's going to be a bunch of speakers um, I just found out about it, so I don't have the list in front of me of, of who's speaking. I think well, I'm going to throw out some names. I know yep. I know Kevin Jenkins, yep. Dr. Henry Ely. Yep. Uh, yep. Let's see. We got uh, Dr. Kirsch. Brian Hooker. Steve Kirsch. Steve Kirsch. Yeah, yeah. There's just a few, just a few to, that are amazing right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a pretty big event, you guys. So if, if you're in the Pacific Northwest, come to the Oregon Capitol February 1st. I know it's a Tuesday. I'm going to get the day off, and we're going to rally up yeah, there. I, I, as soon as I saw that list, I'm yeah. like, I'm there. I yep. got the day off yeah. work. But I also, I'm looking at this event, and some of the we've been talking about through this whole thing, it's just like, this should, we need to make this inclusive. We need to bring the people yeah. that have had a vaccine and are yeah. questioning things. I'm, I'm inviting my folks to come to yeah. this event, right? Yeah. Like, they've, they've been vaccinated, but they know something's not right, too. Invite everyone you yeah, know everybody. for this event. Yeah, this, this event is, is yeah. not, this is not, event is not just for the people that are, you know, extreme. This yeah, is leave, for all of us. We're coming together. Leave your Trump flags Absolutely. at home, folks. Like totally. this is all just yeah. bringing the people together. Nonpartisan. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because that, that's something that they specified when they reached out to me. It was like, hey, we, we're trying to make these events like more accessible to people. We're trying to make them more fun for young people. Like we want it to be like something that artists and creative types and, you know, people from the left, people from the right, people in the middle, like there's a huge stigma associated with medical freedom where people think that it's like far right. White supremacists. White supremacists. Domestic exactly. terrorists. Yes. And yeah. some people that won't even show up, you know, yep. because they're worried about that association. Um, and, you know, they've done a very good job kind of totally. like, you know, like brainwashing people into thinking that that association exists. So, mm -hmm. uh, that's a hundred percent what they're trying to do with this. They said, you know, leave your politics at home, come support, uh, medical freedom. And, you know, it's, it's for the children. It's, yeah, it's for, really, it's... you know, people that got vaccinated, but don't think it should be forced on other people. Um, it's really just to catch the attention of the lawmakers and let them know, like we're out here and, um, you know, it'd be really cool if you didn't vote for this. Cause right now in Oregon, they're not only trying to push through a vaccine, uh, passport system, but they're also trying to push through a uh, permanent indoor masking, uh, requirement. Um, and that's not even including what's happening in the schools, what's happening with the healthcare workers. And, uh, you know, Oregon is an incredible place, mm -hmm. Portland, Eugene, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of us have had thoughts of leaving, but <laughs> a lot of people can't, a lot of people can't leave, you know, yeah. and, and if we all leave, then, then what the hell is going to happen? So it's like, we got to stick around, we got to fight for what's right. And, um, you know, the West coast is under attack right now. Yeah. Um, you look at Washington, I'm actually in Washington now. I just moved up, uh, okay. about an hour, about an hour North of Portland, um, kind of out in the woods were right, right uh, in, in Kalama, um, cool. right on the river. It's, it's incredible. I love it. 
but uh, I still I'm down in Portland playing shows. I got so many friends down there. So I'm going to be down there at the Capitol February 1st playing music and I uh, would definitely encourage people to come out if they can. Yeah, come out and hang out with Rhyme Waves, Truezilla. We'll all be up there, dude. Yeah, like that, that'll be that'll be so great, man. I can't wait. That's yeah, awesome. I'm so looking forward to that event. So like, yeah, totally. So so let's get back to the the music scene. So kind of give us a yeah, like your personal insight as to kind of what you see as um, just kind of give us like a, your perspective of the underground music scene up in the Portland area, Portland Vancouver area, I guess. Yeah. So I would say it's kind of like we discussed it's mostly kind of like warehouses art spaces like house parties there aren't too many actual like venues that are really um allowing people to gather without the mandates but in general it seems that even the venues that are um not everyone actually really agrees with it they're just doing what they feel like they need to do to stay open um Mm. and that's one of the big reasons that i think you know we can shift the trend it it because most of the people that are operating these venues they're just worried about getting shut down yeah well i want to make a clarification here though that in oregon at least there is not a requirement to to make people have a vaccine to come into your venue there is not that that is that is something a lot of these businesses have taken upon themselves especially the larger ones um and i mean here it's it's the it's pretty obvious where you will see it it's the real uh it's it's the most hippies, man. Like yeah. like it's so sad. It's like the the people yeah. that are organizing the country fair and have these bars down in the Whitaker. They're the ones that are uh, yeah. they're they're requiring your vaccine. You know. Yep. So. Yeah, and I think a huge part of it has just been like the the social media messaging. Like I I, I saw very specific campaigns being employed um, or deployed to get musicians and creative types on board with the vaccine, not just like big musicians making posts, but like memes going around saying like the best thing you can do to support the live music scene is to get vaccinated. It's the only Mm. way that we're going to get back to normal influencers. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been a huge push, a huge campaign. I don't blame people, you know, for falling for it on some level. I also know, musicians specifically uh mostly people in bands that didn't want to get the shot but they got it because the rest of their bandmates did or they knew that if they didn't have it they weren't going to be able to play certain shows i mean it's similar to like medical workers or teachers you know other other people getting it because they know that if they don't they're going to lose a job same things happening in the music music industry most of these musicians don't want to get the shot they're just getting it because they feel like if they don't they won't have any opportunities and unfortunately they're they're kind of right like there really aren't that many high paying uh gigs like i'm not making that much doing what i'm doing i i'm confident that if i continue building Mm -hmm. uh there will be you know monetary rewards in the future but like all the high paying gigs, all the venues that are actually paying artists like the big money, um, which is kind of what most artists are trying to work towards is like, you know, gigs that will pay your bills. Um, they're requiring people to uh, do the, the vaccination or the testing. Um, and, and this is a, a, just a separate call to action that needs, needs to be addressed. Yeah. And just for anyone who knows what's going on, 
do not support those places. And yeah. I don't think most of people that are going to listen to our podcast mm-hmm. would, but like, don't support those places. I mean, probably most of our aren't vaccinated anyways, but, yeah. but certainly, you know, um, this is where you put your money where your mouth is. This yeah. is, this is, yeah. and yep. it's a key, it's a key way we win. Just starve them out. Yeah. And until they relinquish, like, it sounds like what you were saying, like some of these venues are feel the, the economic pressure of Absolutely. not being able to to even stay open. And so they're kind of, even though you said they're not really 100% aligned with our point of view, like they're still willing to capitulate under economic pressure. So that's, that's, that is the power that we have regardless. And any one of these situations yeah. is that we do have the power, folks, and this is a great example of that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I mean, there's tons of states that aren't pushing any of these mandates. Like they've been having crowded big shows in like Florida and like, you know, Texas and a lot of other States this whole time, no big deal. But if you're, if you're in certain States, um, then, you know, you've got to fall in line, but uh, it, the the whole music industry is put in a very tough place by the initial shutdown, because if you were able to stay open through the initial shutdown, which was like a year or something, I mean, it was a long, long time where no one was having any shows then finally you're able to reopen. Finally, you're able to play shows. I mean, you have no savings at that point. You have no money at that point. You're just trying to do whatever you have to do to stay open. So um, that's why it, it like makes perfect sense to me what's happening and like how it's playing out. But um, yeah, I'm pretty confident that that things can change just because I know most people don't agree with it. They're just going along with it because they feel like it's what they need to do to to remain a part of the live music scene. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. yeah, I've got a lot of hope. We're going to we're going to get through this. And and the best thing people can do, like you said, is is to to not support the places that are pushing those mandates. And um, the other thing I wanted to mention is that most places will accept a negative test. I haven't really seen any venues where you have to show uh, proof of the vaccination. There's a couple in town. There's one show that I was going to perform with this dude. I was just going to get up on stage and rap while he was DJing and I couldn't do it because it was like a hard, like you have to be vaccinated, but most places will, will give you a negative test. Now I still don't really like supporting those places because I think testing is, honestly just yeah. as big of a problem as vaccines yeah. if we all stop getting tested this thing would go away Test, testing is going to be the new vaccine is my is my theory I, yeah i yeah. truly they're really driving towards yeah. that especially as it's becoming more and more apparent that the vaccine is just right. murdering people all over the place <laughs> Jeez. And, and not working <laughs> not working god yeah. um and but I was just going to say, like, say you're in a situation where it's like, you, you got to go to this show, whatever, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty damn easy to fake a tech test yeah. result. Like, you could literally just, like, edit it on your computer and, like, still don't support those venues. But if you're in a situation, like, like you got to go to the show or whatever, like, chances are you don't have to have a shot. You can just show them a negative test and you probably don't even have to get the test. You can just, like show them something yeah. uh so just just throwing that out there oh, for totally. and, and i think I, I i see your point but at the same time i don't want to support the artist that plays at the venue yeah. that requires that thing like right i'm like with you I, and again I wanna, put your money yeah. where your mouth is i mean and i don't want to totally. date a girl that's dragging me to that show either so, <laughs> yeah. so it's I'm, I'm with you man to me it's it's the reason i am at the gym i'm at right now is because this gentleman st- stayed open 
through the entire lockdown and never closed his doors and never required a mask. Shout out to Core Fusion Fitness, yep. Eugene, Oregon. Yep, it's if Chris. In, if you're in the Lane County area, Core Fusion Fitness on River Road. Yeah, and 24 it's, hours. it's nice. yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful uh, gym, you know, and it's and I will continue to support him because I know he will always do those things, no matter what they do out there, and that that's what you're doing, and what I think yeah. you're trying to bring to 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 the table in the music scene is something that will always do what's right in the face of uh, no matter what the government tells us we should or shouldn't do, right? Like doing the right Absolutely. things for the right reason, having integrity are things that we we've seen which which places have integrity and there's not a lot left, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There's not a lot left. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, shoot. I, R- I Runway, totally let's agree. do another song, dude. Let's do another song. Yeah. So awesome. what does that see? This next one is uh, Never Feeling More Alive. Tell us about Never Feeling More Alive. So this is a new single that just came out a couple weeks ago. It's going to be on this album that I'm working to finish up. Um, but yeah, it just came out. You can check it out wherever you stream your music. And I'm really excited about this one. I was performing this uh, a lot over the last year. And it was kind of like the, the crowd favorite. People were singing yeah, along yeah. every time I would play it. And uh, yeah, kind of in, in a similar vein to canceled cult but like not quite as like in your face like a little bit more of kind of a a fun like uplifting vibe because that's that's a big thing that i'm trying to do with my music is like bring heavy shit in like a fun way like to kind of lay down some like raw intense ideas that are going to make people think but for people to like still walk away being like that was fun you know like because i really do think it's important um to bring an element of fun and inspiration and something that lifts people up. Like sometimes a lot of the shit gets really heavy and really dark. So that's kind of like the line that I'm trying to tread where, you know, we talk about these, these dark intense things, but we do it in a way that's still like interesting and fun and doesn't leave you feeling like shit. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do in this song. Let's do it. All right, guys. So this is, uh, hold on, let me get it queued up here. This is Never Feeling More Alive by Rhyme Wave. You once claimed that you have an ability to face unpleasant facts. Is that what you demonstrated in 1984 by drawing an accurate portrait of the future? The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation is a simple one. Don't let it happen. It depends on you. Yeah. We charge intentions in the herc immerse and live a couple lifetimes with logic oh so circular. And since we haven't seen the curvature, Svertigo presents a nice alternative to surface turf. The serpent's curse was just assumed, but the buzzard set a pecking order, getting more removed. Mythology and symbolism cornered in the room. You all be shuffling these cards up on the surface of the moon. This reset wasn't great enough. Go collect the paper cuts, fading into grayscale. This color blindness fables up. Maybe it's a taste of what's to come inside this fake eruption, sacredly arranged within the cadence of the great conjunction. Function after form was the category. Another tragedy, now what the fuck you clapping for? Magic turned dramatic and erratic, leaving cattle gore. There's infinite potential in the stencil of a matador. You I've been planning for the radical that may be more. Too much time inside these catacombs will make me sore. Basically, let's widen out the radius, inflate the core. It's how the earth with aliens. Fuck you, 1984. Can't ignore the warning signs. Fortify the vacant fort. Fill it up with porcupine. Sorcery embraces lore. Take a bullet or survive. This is how the baby's born. Never feeling more alive. Fuck you, 1984. 
We've been turned against each other in a sick, sadistic manner Leaving everyone so flustered Floating boats without a rudder Thought these oars would help us catch up But propulsion can't be mustered There's some motion in the interface Segregated cults designed to put us in a distant place So careful what you syndicate This fidget spinning indicates Departure from ambitious taste They're using mischief spells To suffocate the mystic realms Running late a minute But we're about to breach the citadels It's time to pivot Melt the structure of the system down This crippling condition that we live in Has been given out I am you in different bodies Don't confuse participation We can use the Fibonacci sequence In this mitigation Fire proves that nothing's permanent This is divination Tribalism finds a new identity Through integration I've been ready for ascension And it's about to come I've been putting my attention on just having fun Let's start by betting on ourselves with every setting sun Here's to better health, I love you 2021 Set it up with opportunity and wish the best of luck Etching out communities that dance around a steady drum Spreading out in unity, about to make the levy bust I'm setting one intention now, I love you 2021 Never, f- Never feeling more alive Never feeling more alive By the outer stimulus we fix and meld into our minds The sooner that we realize dividing conquers pastime Choose a path that unifies a field without the landmines Hopping over pessimistic obstacles for days A prodigal arrangement of methodical disgrace We profit from displacement till the monocle is placed Into erotic innovation and hedonic incubation The tonic indication of demonic indecision We're a product of the latent state that tricks the best magicians Shots we take to obfuscate abominations mission When we operate with consciousness Improper intuition The door is right before us All we need to do is jump through Forced diversion is impermanent And we can undo outdated ways of living Fall apart soon as we trust the new The greatest state of giving all our hearts Without a substitute You I've been planning for the radical and maybe more Too much time inside these catacombs will make me sore Basically let's widen out the radius Inflate the core It's the earth with aliens Fuck you 1984 Can't ignore the warning signs Fortify the vacant fort Fill it up with porcupine Sorcery embraces lore Take a bullet or survive This is how the baby's born Never feeling more alive Fuck you 1984 I've been ready for ascension And it's about to come I've been putting my attention On just having fun Let's start by betting on ourselves With every setting sun Here's to better health I love you 2021 Set it up with opportunity And wish the best of luck Etching out communities That dance around a steady drum Spreading out in unity About to make the levy bust I'm setting one intention now I love you 2021 I think that allowing for the book being, after all, a parody, something like 1984 could actually happen. This is the direction the world is going in at the present time. Ooh, damn. That is so good. I remember that one from Manifest. That was like my favorite song he did, man. Great job. Great job. I love it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, it feels good to get that one out. I, uh, yeah, I was, I was, trying to get it out in 2021 because i say 2021 in the song but it was like the first week of 2022 when i got it back for mastering but uh yeah man i I, i'm in love with that song i pretty much play it like every time every show i'm playing it tonight cool um but it's powerful it's powerful man and and you know what i love you 2021 like 2021 was good man it was a blur like how did that even happen how did it even like it just feels like it just poof went went through went by like nothing man but you know we 
like for the show, for us, for for me, like yeah, it sucked balls. Like I lost my job. I'm freaking like quit. I got voted out of the band because <laughs> all that stuff. But like, but man, everything yeah. else, the trajectory is becoming more and more apparent. All those things, just all the things that don't matter, are just falling away. All the things that I, yeah. you know, had one foot in, one foot out. You know, that's all gone, dude. I'm getting very more, a lot more focused dedicated i know what the path is i know what i got to do i know who to associate with and it all came and kind of crystallized in 2021 and now that we're on this trajectory on this path okay it's on now watch out yeah man i i got this theory that like things are getting exponentially better and worse at the same time so we're seeing like we're seeing like worse like evil shit but we're also seeing like better good shit like it's happening simultaneously and i mean we create our own reality like whatever we focus our thoughts on whatever we focus our energy on like if you're thinking about dark you know fucked up shit all day long like it's gonna change your mind state and that's something i've realized just through like looking into conspiracies and stuff like that is like you gotta take care of yourself take care of your mental health like if you're gonna take the time to if if you're entertained by like fucked up dark conspiracy shit well then you also have to supplement that with like like exercise meditation healthy eating like creative like making music like um i do float tanks like once a month you know like because because i'm i'm super interested and entertained by like the most fucked up shit you know like that i don't watch netflix like i listen to conspiracy podcasts there you go that's that's my entertainment you know um, and you know, it's not all like super dark stuff. Like I, I was telling you guys before the show, I've been getting really into like the Tartaria theory mm-hmm. and like, that was kind of my way of pulling myself out of the COVID rabbit hole a little bit. Yeah. Cause I've been spending the last two years, just like deep, deep dives into like virology and like vaccines and like the medical system. And, um, after a certain point, I'm just like, fuck dude, I can't listen to another podcast about like vaccines like totally. kind of like i feel you something else and I'm, I'm still down to talk about it for sure yeah. it's, it's important stuff that we need to talk about but yeah i got to this point where i was like okay i don't think i can really learn much more about big pharma right now like mm-hmm. and you know i still i still listen to like the high wire every week you know i'll just like listen to it on my phone so like i'm still very interested in that but yeah sometimes we gotta even like supplement the the dark conspiracies with some other conspiracies like you know like i was talking about the the psychic phenomenon and yeah. like uh, you know stuff like psychedelics like plant medicine like that shit is fascinating you know mm-hmm. the spirit the spirit realm this this other uh these other dimensions that exist i mean these are all the types of people that are interested in alternative media alternative thinking open-minded people are also generally interested in some of these things and sometimes they're not as depressing um so just throwing that out there uh that's totally. kind of has been one of my ways of like coping with the darkness uh, yeah, there's, I, I was there's thinking, a lot of light uh, out there when you're talking about the, like the darkness it's like i it's, i know scott you've already finished but i'm still finishing up the uh the real anthony fauci oh, yeah, book yeah. that came out uh yeah and, i listen to that and, and it is uh i mean I mean, I, I knew some of it, but there's a lot I didn't know. And it, it's pretty dark. I was just talking to my oh, boss yeah. about that today. Yeah. who's also reading it. And it's just, you can only, oh, nice. you, you have to take it in, in chunks, right? Because yep. there's only so much. It, it's if, if that's your world, if you just see the Anthony Fauci's and the Bill Gates and, and you know, the, the big pharma system, like 
you could get really depressed. It could be, it could bring you to a pretty dark place. Mm-hmm. But the, the other side is, is I, and I think that um, it is in this community that I found that I also completely believe that, that there's, uh, that the great awakening is happening, mm-hmm. right? That, that, yeah. that I, I think these systems that are holding us down are, they're, they're crumbling themselves, right? Yeah. They're imploding mm-hmm. upon themselves. The, the, the medical cartel is getting exposed like it never has been before, right? I think Absolutely. the government and how, uh, how they're, they're buckling, dude. Yeah. The government's governments of the world. Like I think people are realizing that they're just not on our side. Mm-hmm. They're not there for us. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that we need a rehaul of, of so many different things in our society. Uh, the financial system, right? Like mm-hmm. I, yep. I think, uh, so many of these things people are just waking up to today and I, I have so much hope and, uh, 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 you know, I th- I just think it's you said it at the start. Like we're on the right side of history, man. 100%. We're on the right side of history, yeah. and it is you know as as these things fall away, like you talk about, Scott. Like we are just walking in truth, and yeah. uh, I I say it. I think every show lately, but it's like we're living our best lives, man. 100%. Even even though there are there are losses here and there, there are bumps in the road. There are, there's the cadence of of the the totalitarian tiptoe happening at all times that maybe gets you down from time to time but uh at the same time we're connecting with amazing beautiful people across the world all the time all the time man they keep trickling in i love it so i know we got just a little bit of time left here uh i wanted to cover i know we talked a little bit about uh beforehand like the transhumanism ai metaverse kind of thing going on and i really wanted to hear your perspective on it like as a performing artist like i know that you know, entertainment and society is going to shift into that realm, you know, like Scott's always trying to get us in the metaverse. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to get your take on it. Like, <laughs> Hey, if there, if there's, if there's, if there's wealth to be extracted out of it, man, maybe we could do a truth of a live show in the metaverse. I don't know. I don't know. What, what's your take on it? I, I mean, I can relate to what you're saying. I think it's just, technology is a gift and a curse. You know, yeah. if you think about what it affords us, the, the knowledge we have access to, the way we can connect with people, the way you can, you know, promote your, your art, mm-hmm. uh, you know, create a business. I think there's a ton of potential in technology, but I think it's also probably the number one reason that people are so depressed and yeah. isolated and, uh, you know, having a hard time connecting and so it's like overall um i don't think most people would be happy if if we just went back to like you know hunter and gather like you know tribal like living in the woods like even though that might actually be better for us in terms of like how we're designed as humans mm-hmm. um and not saying that what whatever we're designed but but you know what i'm saying like yeah. Uh, even though we might be more evolved to live in a simple way, we're so deep into this technology that we can't just remove it. Like if you were to just remove all of it from the world, that would not solve our problem. So I I always tell people, it's like, you got to kind of have discipline with the technology. Like I, I deleted my Facebook because I didn't have the discipline to stay off of it. And it was depressing me. So like, I I have a music page now. I have like a rhyme wave music page and I'll still find myself, you know, scrolling on Instagram and getting sucked in a little bit, but it's like, we have to figure out ways to have discipline around technology, understanding that it is being used to, to control us, to surveil us. Um, And in terms of the whole like metaverse and, you know, everything like that, it's, it's been very obvious to me that like the whole pandemic and the COVID situation, it's not 
just about a virus. It is about ushering us into a new age, a new way of living where we're going to have digital ideas. The vaccine passport is just the start of the digital ID. I'm sure you guys have heard about this. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you think about what happened when the initial lockdown happened, everyone was talking on Zoom. People were, you know, working on Zoom, going to school on Zoom. So now everything's being digitized. It's all being fed through the internet. A big part of it's machine learning with AI. So like the more that we can digitize, the more that we can get people to interact online, to, um, to spend time on digital devices, the more that they can use that data to teach AI. And a lot of what we're doing, like when you solve like a CAPTCHA, when it's like select the squares that have traffic lights, they're using that to feed into AI. Like you you are doing the machine learning for the machine. (laughs) 100%. I, so, I, I saw some crazy predictive programming over the, it was like late last week. I was at a friend's house and they had younger kids and they were watching Boss Baby 2. Okay. <laughs> now Boss Baby 2, like this is crazy. So like the kids yeah. in the movie, all the kids are like in a classroom, right? But the, I saw have it. Have you Scott. seen it? You of know course, what I'm talking I have, about? Oh, I, have, okay, okay. I have kids. Of okay. course I saw <laughs> it. You pick up on this where it's it. like the Jeff Goldblum character is on. So the teacher, the instructor is on a TV screen that's on this little stand on a little wheel, like a unicycle that wheels around the classroom. So all the kids are in person, but the teacher is on a screen. So they're, they're just trying to just get you used to having your teacher on the screen, like even though they're in class. And I heard yeah. them make a Bill, Bill Gates joke, like trying to make Bill Gates sound all cool. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Well, and the other thing it makes me think about is like crypto. Like I got, I got really into crypto back in like 2017 Mm -hmm. and I was like, this is just like straight anarchy. This is amazing. And then the more that I looked into it, I was like, I don't know, like, it seems like this could actually be part of the problem. And now I'm kind of like on the fence where it's like, I still have some crypto, but I don't look at it as like this thing that's like, it's going to save, it's going to save us all. It's like, there's a huge dark side to crypto and there's a definitely a massive dark side to technology as a whole. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a great tool if we could, if we can learn to utilize it in terms of the metaverse stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about that. I don't really think it's going to take off the way that they're billing it. I mean, there's already people who spend all day online. There's already Mm -hmm. people who spend all day playing video games. Those people are going to love it, but there's also people who love going camping because their phone doesn't work or they'll, you know, they'll go spend a lot of time outside. And for those people, I don't think the metaverse is going to be very attractive, you know, just the same way that like when COVID happened and the initial lockdown happened, a lot of people were like down. They're like, cool. I already didn't like being around other people. You know, I I already spent most of my time at home anyways. Now I have an excuse to do that. Great. You know, but then there's other people who are like, this is fucked. Like I got to get people together. I still got to be around other people. I don't want to work online. Like if my job's telling me, to that I have to work online, then I don't want to work at this place. So I think, you know, there will be a divide between the people that embrace this metaverse or whatever you want to call it, um, and people that reject it. So I don't think it's just going to like, consume everyone all at once. Um, But it's super interesting, man, we're in in crazy times, for sure. And uh, yeah, who knows what the next like five, 10 years are going to hold in that realm. I don't think the robots are going to like kill us all. But um, I, I do think that we need to be a little bit wary of, of AI and oh, uh, totally. <laughs> if AI can't rap, it, once AI starts rapping, then I'm going to be really fucking worried because I don't know. Then, I would think that could, we're that pretty close to AI <laughs> rapping at this I'm sure, point. I'm sure. I yeah, can. we probably are. We probably, well, I'm sure I can, but it's like, now. 
But but I'm, I'm just, they're probably kind of afraid. Like the whole thing just a couple of weeks ago, like the the Amazon AI that was like trying to like facial recognize yeah. people and it like labeled Michelle Obama as a man and Serena <laughs> oh. Williams as a man, and so like misgendered. <laughs> it, it did the ultimate sin on hu- and human the face oh. of the planet misgendered Michelle Obama, right? So they're like, damn it, we got to put it back in the bag, give it a few more years. So if it can't even figure out, well, I mean, maybe Yo. maybe maybe it's right. maybe it's too on point. Maybe it's too good. I don't know. Maybe it'll be too good of. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, anyway, I digress. But I mean, yeah, I would. I don't think you could worry about that, man. I think that there's still that uh, that uh, what do you call it? The, the uncanny valley. When you look at some sort of digitized thing, you, the human intellect still you can make it as realistic as possible. It can still differentiate between something that's fake and real. And I think the same thing will go uh, as far as like hip hop goes, you know. And maybe, maybe set to say they do. You know, let's say that they do create a world where, like, you know, all the hip hop and all the music becomes, you know, digital, like AI rap, and they make like the most magical music in the world. Okay, fine. They build that thing, and then uh, uh, somebody like Rhymeway is going to come along with a real, natural, organic rap and bring the whole thing down, dude. So fine, Yo. that's fine. You can never beat us. That's the one oh, thing yeah. that the machines will never be able to beat us on. That you can build all the technology, you can build all the everything, everything, everything. But this, the human spirit and the human creativity will always be superior, hundred percent. Yes, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't beat us on that level. You can make the most advanced machine in the world. You still can't beat us on that level. You can't make what we we make. Totally. That's honestly, man, that was something I wanted to say was like, what's happening right now? It's, it's anti-human. It goes yeah. against the, the, the laws of the universe. I mean, without getting yeah. too like, woo woo, like, I believe that there are like laws to the universe and like, what's, what's being pushed on the global population right now is antithetical to the way humans are designed to operate with each other, you know, in terms of our relationship with the natural world, it completely goes against the way that we've evolved. And in that sense, I'm very confident that it's not going to work because it's, it's designed in a way that it can't work. Like it literally isn't working and it can't work. So like they could push it for a while, like they could try to make it work, but at the end of the day, it's anti-human, it's not going to work. So, um, yeah, I 100% agree with what you're saying. And, and with the art and the AI too, like they're never, no matter how good they design these, these robots, they're never going to have that, that natural human touch. Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah. So that gives yeah. me a lot of hope, man. Hell yeah, dude. Well, I know you got a show tonight, so we'll let you off the hook here, but please tell everybody how they can listen to more of your music and how to follow you and how to uh, get on the list or anything to catch your upcoming shows. Yeah, best thing people can do is just find me on wherever you stream your music, iTunes, Bandcamp, Spotify, Uh, find me on there, follow me, that way you'll get notified anytime I put out new music. I do give away all my music for free, um, but I also have a Patreon page if you want to support me on there. Um, it's like $5 a month is like the low tier and I put out exclusive songs on there. So I just started it, but I'm going to be putting out songs on the Patreon that you can't hear anywhere else. And then I'd, I'd like to build more of a community with like, you know, discord and like maybe do a podcast. So still developing that, but that's like somewhere you can support me like monetarily. Like if you want to make a monthly donation, obviously you can donate on Bandcamp. Um, but then, uh, also check out blacklist.network, um, sign up for that, get on our email list and share my music. Like if, if you check it out, you like it. Um, but yeah, really like getting, it, it sounds silly, but as an artist in today's digital day and age, like numbers are everything, like your number of followers, your number of plays, like when you're trying to 
catch people's attention, get opportunities. Um, people kind of quickly evaluate you based on like how many people have listened to your songs or how many people are following you. Um, so that's honestly like the best way people can support me is just like listen to my music and follow me. And like, yeah, if you want to send me some money, obviously I'll take that too. But uh, yeah, just help me spread the word. And uh, yeah, I think hopefully people will, will dig what they hear. If you like, you like underground hip hop, independent music. And you, even if you don't like hip hop, I've had quite a few people that hear my music. They're like, I don't even like rap music, but I love your shit. So awesome. check it out. Even if you think you're not going to like it, I like it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So we'll put links to everything below you guys. Please go follow and support artists that are fighting for you. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and yes. please spread the word. That's the best thing you can do. Even if you can't financially support Rhyme Wave or, or any other artists, you know, spreading the work is how we are going to win this thing. You know what I mean? And that's just across the board. Like the algorithms don't like us, like none of that stuff. So <laughs> yep. your word of mouth and you sharing it and you bumping it at a party or with your friends and like, that's how we get this thing out yeah, there. Definitely. So definitely. awesome. And if you're in Oregon or if you're in Portland, uh, follow my Instagram because I'm, I'm playing tons of shows. Like I cool. played like four shows this month. I'm playing like four shows next month, like pretty much every week I'm doing something. So I would love to see you out in an event. If you want to come out to an event and uh yeah it'd be awesome yeah. to connect with people in person cool yeah I'm, we're gonna have to make a trip up to portland dude and go well to and we'll, we'll see you february 1st for sure yeah. but we should yep. what we, i was thinking is we should set up something down here oh yeah, yeah there, what, what kind of scene do we have here dude, let's set okay. let's set something up it's on it's let's on let's do it yep, we're doing it okay so perfect and we might well i'm gonna have to double check on a venue that would be suitable for this but yes i might gonna make that we're gonna make a couple people down there in eugene okay. so awesome. yeah i'll yeah, let's, let's oh. be in touch about that. And then mark your calendar is July 14th to the 17th, Manifest 2, Manifest 2022. Oh, shit. We got I the dates and we're going to start. I uh, talked to Mark. Um, shout out to Mark if you're listening. I know you're probably nice. listening, but uh, we're going to start getting the ball rolling on that. So everybody, again, I'll plug it again. July 14th awesome. to 17th, Malala, Oregon, Manifest 2. We'll see nice. you guys there. All right, Rhyme Wave, dude, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for good your, you your courage and your determination and uh, just uh, relentlessness, man. And this is what we need in the world. So thank yeah, you so thank, much. And what we're you guys. You guys are, are kicking ass over there. And I, I love the podcast. I'm so glad that we connected. And it's an honor to, to be on and be able to chat with you guys. And thanks for helping me spread the word. Hell yeah. So we're going to close this episode out with uh, XO by Rhyme Wave. So there we go. Thanks again, Rhyme Wave. All thanks, right. brother. All our, ours. Make demands, face the fact that this
This is whack and maybe never should have happened Unnecessary clashes from races to classes We're facing these fascists with patience and practice Racing these patterns with improvised tactics Graphing new axes for bad reenactments Pushing back fast, big waves about to crash Into the coast of institutions that were doomed from the get-go We're due for something tectonic, shift in a presto I'll call it retribution and a way to fucking let go I'll Call it revolution and I'll sign it with an XO All the evolution type of fusion in the echoes Tie-dye soaking up the toxic innuendos Hive mind unified, Akashic manifesto I'll call it revolution and I'll sign it with an XO All the evolution type of fusion in the echoes Tie-dye soaking up the toxic innuendos Hive mind unified, Akashic manifesto It's so obvious our culture's being programmed Pick your poison in this post-apocalyptic romance Bonus logic co-conspired with both hands red Now it's so demonic and we've got one chance left Slow jams prepped as we co-create community Grow the planet's unity and motivate it Beautifully incorporated mutiny We're going to expose these Luciferian agendas That have caught us in the throes But most days, I don't even know what I believe in I've been searching for the truth But everything is so deceiving And increasingly I'm meeting in the middle with the Agreements, an emerging intersection for the zealots and the heathens And I believe that we can sort it out peacefully Fortitude to set us free in order through decency New moods for new moons, silhouettes of ETs Teaching us through Ouija boards and murdering our TVs And certainly this PC prerogative is vain The illusion of accomplishing a lot within this game But purpose breeds a complicated option in the range And ignorance is bliss until it's got us by the chains So break free from make-believe progress It's nonsense and say cheese for Keywords and bomb threats Gradients of majorly adulterated content Topically applied to drop dead with a god bless I'll call it revolution and I'll sign it with an 